1: Log Talk Radio. Listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a broadcast where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Welcome to the March 9th broadcast of The Unexplained World,
0: with your host,
1: Edward Shanahan. That's me, and she just happened to wander in. Annette, hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. <laughs> How are oh, you doing? I, I'm doing fine. Oh, I'm doing How about ahead. you? Okay, I didn't know if you were going to make it in or not. Uh, <laughs> you're getting good time, and it's the last 10 seconds before yeah. Uh, yeah. And the broadcast is <laughs> over. <laughs>
2: I was so, watching the um, clock, and then I wasn't, so whoops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't ask. All right. I'm usually distracted in my old age. <laughs> tonight we have as our guest Charlie Palmer of the Slated Lady Haunted House on the southwest side of Chicago, a, um actual um, home that is very haunted. Uh, We've had a couple of investigations in there already. You'll be on in about a minute. I'd like to say listeners, um, if you're interested in Chicago Paranormal Nights, um, locations to explore and experience the paranormal, just go to chicagoparanormalnights.com. Also, you'll find a little link to hosting your own private paranormal nights there. And also for uh, house parties, Um, I do them, and Annette does them, and Annette also does uh, phone calls. Um, Just go to edwardshanahan.com, and uh, you'll find all the details there. uh, Next month, more details in the next show, but next month I'll also be doing a psychic fair in Joliet. And uh, after a regular session, session, Tonight that we normally do For those who listen to the rebroadcast Or those who listen to iTunes
0: And Annette, there's about
1: three other sites That carry our broadcast So our awesome. podcast Yeah, yeah. Um, so after a half hour with Charlie Charlie's going to stay on the line And, and uh, that has got her tarot cards And we're going to ask A couple questions uh, Basically about the future And uh, presidential candidates and, uh, But what this do is you say It's our State of the
2: Annette, Union address Right, Ed?
1: <laughs> uh the tarot State of the Union. I was there. Right. Okay. Yeah. No fingers could be pointed at us just with the cards. Um
2: so and that
1: how <laughs> you like that. Uh, I'll take responsibility.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Well she's the reader. Um she's not yeah. psychic. She reads the cards and she totally she totally stands by that. Um it's gonna be a busy weekend tonight, of course, the show tomorrow. We got the massive, of the largest um, building in Chicago that we're allowed to investigate, 44,000 square feet. Uh, it's an exclusive to uh, my paranormal nights. And um, it'll be tomorrow night. It's been filled for a while. Uh, Bielski, Latin American Paranormal Society, my daughter Nicole, Michelle, also the Spirit Feelers, um, Tony and Stacey are going to be there. I got a lot on my mind this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're a little blank in my thinking process, it's because I'm trying to jump through all the hoops. Um, what do you say we bring Charlie on right now, Annette?
2: That's a great idea. I'd love to meet
1: him. Okay. Hello, Charlie.
0: Hey, Ed. How you doing tonight? We're doing fine. How about you guys? I'm doing well. I'm working my second gig tonight, and I apologize if the music gets a little loud. I'm at a club, but uh, I'm uh, in a private room here, so hopefully you guys can hear me all right. So far, so good. Welcome, Charlie. Yeah, here. Hi, Annette. Hi. Hi.
1: So you're at the bouncer
0: there, right? Is that what you're doing tonight? Yeah, we're doing uh, doors
1: and uh, bouncing, so
0: Okay. It doesn't okay. Up good hour.
1: Good good psychic reading by me because we didn't even discuss that. All right. Um, <laughs> um, now, Charlie, you live in what we call, has my nickname, the Slated Lady. I don't want to. It's up to you to give the city, but eh, um, if people want to find it, leave them, look for it on the Internet. It's, you know, since you do, it is a private home. Um, but it's it's a very active place. It's been active for a while. And uh, we've had two Paranormal Nights there, and uh, they've had a good time uh, because we've done,
0: I don't know if you want to call
1: it a circle of energy or whatever, we've done it basically on two of the three floors uh, in the basement and in the second. And um, um, why don't you give a little bit of history of the place because it's been in your family for
0: a while now. Yeah, it will be uh, 94 years this June. And uh okay. we um I probably should first start off by saying how it became the Slated Lady. Um it actually is an eighteen seventies um battalion aid home and it was painted in many Victorian colors as a painted lady. And uh as my grandparents got older they decided to modernize a house and uh they put uh slate siding on it. So it went from painted lady to slated lady. Um Okay. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty unique name because I don't I have anybody saying um, that I'm infringing on them. So uh, I, I think I gave it a very unique name for a very unique house. Um, uh, with the history of the home, it was, as like I said, it was built in the 1870s. Um, the neighborhood was actually established in the 1830s. And we um, were surrounded by several churches and a lot of limestone buildings. Um, there, for about 70 years, was a hospital directly in back of the home. Um, is about a block and a half from the river and sits on a limestone foundation and uh should say a limestone bluff. So uh all those are usually pretty good um conductors of energy. Um right. like to find that there at, particularly in that house. And um as I said the the family bought the home in nineteen eighteen and uh I'm well it's gone from my great grandparents, now my great niece and great nephew have Enjoy the house as well. So we got five generations of people that live there. And
1: a cool thing in that is, and listeners, is he still has some of the furniture from way back when in that place. Oh, that's great. And yeah, yeah. and the, the other cool thing in that, and listeners, is we actually now this is wooden for- furniture. Um, a Curio I believe. And I, I believe in our one's like a drawer type of desk. <clears throat> no electricity near it, around it, or running through it. And we were actually getting uh EMF readings off of those. And uh those little get uh, uh what would you call it, like detectors, Annette that um if you're picking up a different of a higher energy Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They go off, and uh, the last time we were there, we found it very interesting, didn't we, Charlie? Yeah,
0: I found that quite unusual. I um, I later um, had a group of investigators over prior, after that, and um, they kept getting high EMF readings off the uh, the glassware in the dining room and the silverware, and I um, I just thought, okay, well, I'll, I set the dining room table for formal. And um, ironically, one of the women she was she accompanied on it and didn't take the silverware, and she actually got rather ill every time she went in the room after that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then she Dr. did Kelly. Let um, me
2: ask you: Do you feel like um, whatever energies or spirits are there? Are they from you know a story that you can have known from the past, a story about the house, or your own relatives, or Something di- aside from that.
0: Um, you know, I really hate to call the house, label it as haunted. Um, most people think when you have haunted houses, you got, you know, all kinds of problems. And, you know, um, it, it's more spirited. Um, you know, like I said, there, uh, for um, back in the early, when they first bought the house, um, as my relatives were coming over from Europe, they were running beds there from my great-grandmother and, um And a lot of them, a lot of the sensitive people that have been through the house feel like it's more like a party-type atmosphere. Um, You know, they're more there enjoying it there, Um, as opposed to, you know, like they're trapped there or they're reenacting some horrible event that happened at the home.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, there's no negative on that. We didn't pick up nothing negative at all. Um, We picked up, we believe, the one uncle that... uh, Um, right in the hallway as you enter. Um, you can feel right there in the front hallway. You can feel presence uh, in the basement. You can feel presence. Um, and basically on the second floor is where we hold our circle of energy or my circle of energy. Uh, Charlie, tell me a little bit of the,
0: the history of the basement and what went on in there, Uh Well, you know, and I once again, I really would firmly believe that it is um, descendants of mine that, tend to um, visit down there because uh, originally half the basement was a crawl space and it was dug down to the basement and um, let's just say back in the uh, roaring 20s my family did whatever they could do to assist the town with prohibition if you know what I mean um, they had a little uh, still down there and a little room with a blue light which was all the rage in the 1920s and uh, yeah there were many good times we had down there Um <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they had a little bit of a history of bootlegging in the house. And, uh, you know, we've, um, you know, once again, I, I think one of the best compliments I ever got was I uh, brought a group through here, and the guy um, wanted to bring his um, wife back, and he said, no, this is a basement she will not be afraid to be in. <laughs> so, you know, it was very, uh, not an aggressive spirits or anything like that, but presence of spirit. Yeah, none at all. Matter of fact, uh,
1: when we do my circle, it's kind of a – Charlie's been to a couple or a few of them, let's say, and it depends on the environment I'm in, Annette, as you know. And uh, this one was no provoking, nothing like that has to go on um, because they're basically family
0: members. Uh,
1: He also had a few whites in the building, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of people that had actually passed away in the house and uh, waked there
1: back in the day. And um, little boy got, I believe he choked on something. Wasn't yeah. it? A, he choked on a yeah. 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 And you had your uncle. he? Was he the one that? Uh, uh, who's the famous comedian? W.C. Fields. Um, yeah,
0: he was very. That was his spirit. He was born in the roaring twenties and. Uh, was a little Irish iron worker. Um he was quite the character, Uncle Bud. And uh he had passed there and I actually had a psychic feeler in there and she picked up on his presence right away and was I able to identify um what he looked like and um ironically we knew he had emphysema and we assumed that's what he died. She said no, he had a heart attack and um curiosity got the best of me so I went down to the um to the office and got his death certificate, and he actually did die of a heart attack. Oh, um, hmm. so, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's um, great when you can find actual history somewhere that relates yeah. to the experience you're having. That's wonderful. And it's so nice to hear somebody say, oh, I'm, enter- you know, my ghosts are quite entertaining or <laughs> they're just yeah. having a party. That's great.
1: <laughs> now, I, um, type of it?
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead. Yeah, I um actually I most of the people that have been there always want to come back. You know, I've never had anybody say, "Oh no, thank you. I'm not um coming back." Um and they they usually find it quite entertaining there. Um,
1: what um what 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 type of activity has going on in there?
0: Um We've had over the years it's been quite a bit. Um I do have to admit about maybe six weeks ago, I had some friends over, we were watching some movies on the second floor porch, and um, the um, they had been coming to the house for years. And, uh, and she identified that there were spirits there, and she said that um, she never felt uncomfortable about it. And um, they heard a, um, the next thing you know, um, we were watching, I didn't hear it, but they heard somebody say who's up there in the back hallway. And it answered, and it said, Charlie. And um, they were both quite convinced that there was actually somebody in the house. And um, since there was three of us, uh, one stayed on the second floor, and then we went down to the first floor, and one stayed on the first floor, and then I went down to the basement to make sure that, you know, we were truly alone, and we were. And um, she's had a reservation. She hasn't actually returned since then. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, that was one the most recent one. But, um you know, there's just different scents that come up in the house um a couple of times just out of nowhere very heavy lavender smell tends to appear um you know and it's not like a an air freshener or a cleaner it's the actual very heavy floral smell of lavender hmm. and um hmm. you know i um we just you know like I said we've uh um different things that you know I did have one time i um a police officer stopped by and, um, I re- it, it just seemed rather unusual. It might have been coincidental, but, um, I poured glasses of lemonade and when he picked up the glass, the bottom of it cracked. So I don't know if they don't like police or, um, <laughs> or what the situation was, but, um, it was most unusual that, you know, he even thought it was kind of strange. And, um, a couple of weeks later, he said, Hey, did I ever tell you your house might be haunted? <laughs> and I said, What do you mean? Because, you know, he goes, right before that class cracked, I had the weirdest feeling that something was, like, standing right behind me and, like, breathing uh, at me. And, um, yeah.
1: Maybe maybe it's uh, the dance bootleggers in the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, might, they
0: might have a problem with the police. But,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Didn't appreciate them there. How many family members would you say lived there?
0: Oh, mercy. Um, probably well over 100 people have lived in that house. Okay, okay. You know, because at one point there was, um, when they before they had the second floor on and it was just three bedrooms, they had three beds in two of the rooms and then a double bed in the other one. And um, they took in borders, and then it was a, uh, got converted to a two-unit and later a three-unit, um, where a lot of people had been living there um, over the years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would, I'd say usually there's probably been at least 100 to 150 people that have lived there. So, mm-hmm. um, well, Charlie, my my big
2: question to you would be, and I'm sure you must have thought of this by now, when it's your turn to go, are you going to join yeah. the merry Band?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, You know what?
1: that's been in there, we've had two paranormal nights there. Uh, they love the place. We have another one coming up July 31st. It's already full. Uh, we're going to be planning one for the future. And also, if anybody wants to uh, participate in if Charlie's full or Phil or if, uh, or free, if Charlie's free and I'm free, uh, on a date that you want to have a private paranormal night there for you and your friends, uh, me doing what I do and a couple of feelers assisting, you know, that's possible too. And um, and it's not an overnighter. We're usually done by 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So, um, but it's nice. There's even an attic area. Uh, I count the basement as a floor because that's where we had our first um, experience was downstairs. Um, you got a nice little table there. So we have a little circle around the table downstairs. Uh, the atmosphere is cool. we go going that what was it, like a meat room
0: at one time, Charlie? Um, they, they used to butcher hogs and stuff down there, too, yeah, in that one area. And uh, that was usually like once the uh, winter started setting in, they would um, go down there and butcher hogs and make sausage and all that stuff. Yeah. Right after
1: not, right right, it's got to, and now you got to love that. People that, you know, uh, made their own... Bobby did canning down there, too, right, Charlie? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, they were taking and everything. <laughs>
1: Got to keep it cool.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, no, you know, Ed, this nice. is the
0: kind of place you might actually twist
2: my arm to get to go to, you know? <laughs> Happy party in spirits. That's my kind of thing.
0: Yeah, well, we'd, we'd love to have you over there. Um,
2: oh, I, cause, uh, Charlie, I don't go to these things that he does because, I, you know, sometimes he follows some crazy stuff around. But this sounds uh, like... You
0: know, I <laughs> can get behind it. Yeah. And I'm kind I of to say because there was uh, some other places he's done in the area and uh, I won't go in those places alone myself. You know, I mean I'll I'm always um make sure that I'm there with other people. And you know, like I said at the house there I have no problem getting a good night's sleep and uh you know, like I said, most people, um I had a couple of people that felt that there was um it seems like people that are really sensitive, that can pick up on stuff. Um, one of them, you know, I kind of was just wondering if he pulling my leg or not. And uh, But he um, pointed out, he goes, okay, there's something happened in this closet. And, there like, somebody fell and hurt themselves really bad. And I'm picking this up, and I don't know why. What happened in the closet um, prior to the of renovations, that actually was a stairwell where that closet is. And he felt mm-hmm. that somebody had fallen down the stairs and been very badly injured. But... um you know, I mean he yeah, he kinda you know, and he's like he's allowed well, to never stay here alone, but he says, you know, as long as you're here it's fine but um he just felt that it wasn't so much that it was bad things, but it was just the spirits couldn't detect that he was sensitive and they were all trying to communicate with him at once and it was quite overwhelming for him.
1: Yeah, it is uh it is it is active. You can feel it. Just walking through the room, we had Nicole there, who is uh, very sensitive. And uh, it's great for the people with the uh, tools. I mean, you've had people catch EVPs and everything else in that in your location, too. And uh, right, Charlie?
0: Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, I, and I do have to give credit out to the, the group EVP. They actually are called EVP, but um, they have taken a lot of their data and they posted it on YouTube under Slated Lady. You'll find quite a few of them things that came up, and um, some of the... We got all three levels of DGT in the house. Um, there's a couple of them that are definitely A or Class 1, and then there's some of them that... Um, they determined it basically on... Um, they had multiple recorders in the room, and one of them picked up something that's kind of unexplainable, and um, so they just posted. it, but it's um, quite interesting to hear some of them. One of them, it still kind of gives me... Um, so every time I hear it and that was well over a year ago.
1: What
0: what 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 kind of sound was that? Um, they were up on the back porch and they were taking pictures and um on the recording you can hear the woman say, It's getting cold in here and the temperature kept dropping and um so the woman said, I'm gonna take a total of three and she went one, two, and just as she went to snap the picture, you can hear something was crossing over you know, it, it made, a, like, a wish wind noise, and it said, more over here. It whispered it. And oh. um, and I don't know if they were trying to, uh, more over here, like, hide out, you know, away from the, the pitcher or um, over here, get in the pitcher. But, um, yeah, that was probably one of the strongest ones they got. And then they did get another one in the basement that um, the um, one guy that was investigating, he heard something go, In his ear And and you will hear him He repeats Did anybody hear anything But it it does say And then Once he It got his attention It actually said Oh my god Like you know Oh my god This person can hear me Yeah Oh (laughs) Yeah That's a consciousness Wow Um, Yeah And, uh, And the poor gentleman That did this You know I mean he's got All these cameras And video recorders And everything And he wanted to get Evidence you know On film and then, you know, the last thing he expected was a personal experience like that. And he said it was actually the first one he ever encountered. And
1: um, and I'd also like
0: to point out he does love to come back to investigate the house, you know. So um, they were just out there recently, and they definitely said that um, everybody there had one type of personal experience or another
1: and that they've
0: been reviewing the data and they already do have evidence. that's pretty comparable to what they've gotten in the past.
1: Yeah, somebody on the chat board asked why it's called the Slated Lady. Um I would that was explained at the beginning of the uh of the show. So um listen to the rebroadcast. Um, about three minutes into the show we talked about it. It used to be the painted lady and they put they put what up, siding up? Uh, yeah,
0: slate siding, so yeah. So from painted lady to slated lady. Yeah.
1: So it became the slated lady. And um
0: they actually have a huge church across the street and a cathedral really. And
1: uh I didn't know about the hostel in the back. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Interesting. yeah they've um they've revamped it for urban renewal back in the sixties, but yeah, it was a uh it was all built by Germans you know, along with the parish. Um you still have the eighteen sixties church which has got quite a magnificent tower on it and um and now the hostel actually was quite medieval looking when it was first built. So, um and, uh, you know, and then uh, the, actually, ironically, we were not Germans, but um, was, this is an interesting story. The reason when my great-grandmother decided to buy that home over another house in Joliet was World War One was going on. And she didn't know if the United States was going to win. And she thought, well, if we're going to be speaking German, I want my kids to go to the German school. So, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> so yeah. Luckily, That's that was Luckily the case. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, yeah, we were... Uh, of Croatian descent, and we actually should have been like two blocks north of the neighborhood we're in. But, um, okay. and, uh, you know, and then, um, yeah, there's, so this, there's, but there's, we've been, well, I'm still a member of that church, but, um, it's, uh, it's got a lot of nice, really interesting architecture in the neighborhood, uh, a lot of homes from the 1800s, and, um, Some of them, may look like little shanties, and we're finding out that, well, okay, no, the mansions were built in the 1880s, and these little shanties are actually 20 to 30 years older than those. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of um, people that migrated there for the, uh, at one point, they were um, quarrying limestone out of the the neighborhood, so there was a lot of people, but they they were like little miner shacks, but um, they're... They're still standing, so they, you know, they built them to last. There's no doubt about that.
1: Okay, okay. Well, we're um, for this segment, the live segment right here for the half-hour show. As I said earlier, we we record an additional up to fifteen minutes after the show goes off for the people who listen to the rebroadcast or on i. And uh iTunes etc., etc. there's like four different sites that carry this program uh for the last six years that we've been on. Uh, Charlie's doesn't really have a website for it, but um if you wanna become a friend of Charlie's, just uh look for Charlie Palmer on Facebook and uh once in a while you post photographs in there. If you go to the unexplained or com. you'll find a picture of the building too uh for the date we got coming up march 31st and what we'll, me and charlie are already talking about uh maybe in august or something coming back in there um charlie as far as this segment goes i'd like to thank you okay you're going to stick around as we go into the additional segment where and that's going to be pulling the tarot cards you're going to be asking the first uh First question, Charlie. So I'll leave them that all that. Uh, anything else you want to say, Charlie? There's about a minute and thirty seconds left. Oh, one other thing, folks. If you want to have a private paranormal night there, contact me at Chicago Paranormal Nights or EdwardStenihan dot com, and uh, we could possibly arrange that. Um, so, anything you'd like to say, Charlie? And about
0: uh, once again, if you're further interested and you want to check out some YouTube videos of the data that EVP posted. Um, Just Google uh, or search slated lady, and uh, I believe the house actually now passes up Lady Gaga. Before, he would come up with all her videos first. uh, Oh, wow. (laughs) Interesting data there. Cool, cool, cool.
1: That's neat. Um, Now, the segment we're going to be talking about, you got your cards out? I got them ready. All right. Charlie, you want to ask the first question to Annette?
0: Trump yeah. Break, remember? Um, yeah. Um, oh gosh, okay I'm just going to go shoot right from the shoulder here And I'm going to say You know, is Romney just trying to run us around And collect lots of money And not really care that he's going to become president
2: Wait, who is it that's trying to run us around?
0: No, Romney. He just seems to be like, you know,
1: know, making money and traveling.
0: and I don't think he really has a – I don't think he envisions himself being the president. I wonder if the tarot cards could tell us that. Okay. Well, what I'll do is I'll pull
2: three cards for each question. It'll give us kind of a past, present, and future of the situation. So the first card for the past tells us that uh, there was no good message so in the past, he hasn't really had his, oh, I would say his political stand in a way that the people accept. Okay, they were not hearing his message, you know, or either that, or he's not able to put across what he really needs to say. We're not understanding his message. Okay. Now where we're at right, have been right four now,
1: here's. That done okay. four years ago when he was running. Go ahead.
2: That's the past. Okay. Now where are we are in the present, here's the Empress card but a major arcana card puts him in a driver's seat, okay? And it's expressing that um, while he um, can be a ruler, it's more of a feminine side, okay? So it would be with a more soft hand, you know, more maternal than paternal, okay? So I would say that at this time he is more um, not as aggressive as perhaps he could be, especially in something like a presidential election, Okay. Mm-hmm. And for the near future, here we have another major candidate. This one's in reverse. This one's saying that it's it doesn't. Um, there's a decision will not be made, nor will someone be called in to help make the decision. So I'm going to say that Charlie, you may have something here that he will not run
1: or be elected. There, in
2: other words, there's no need for a decision or for even a third party to help make a decision. It's unnecessary.
1: Well
0: oh. so that kind of puts
2: hmm. us out of the vote in other words
0: very interesting oh, okay. that's, what, that's what the universe send right anyway <laughs>
1: yeah. okay here's um here's a question in that okay. what do the cards say for our future for the country for the country
2: okay america's future okay um in the recent past um This card expresses, um, um, you know, the people really just kind of have been going along and uh, like trusting someone's mother. Okay, so you know, we think of our, we would think of our, the people would think of their country as, you know, the motherland, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And you trust that you don't think that that will ever change. It's always there. It's constant. Okay. So that's kind of where our heads have been in the past. Where we're at today, oh, here's the emperor. He's in reverse. (laughs) So this is like saying we're losing a grip of our ability to maintain the people. You know, the emperor is one who oh, make sure that we all have good farmland and make sure that we have shoes on our feet and our children go to school, et cetera, et cetera. So he shows up in reverse here telling us that, It's a major arcana, so the country's in the driver's seat on this one. It's telling us in reverse that it's not able to sustain its own, okay? It can't keep us afloat all by itself. Most likely the government losing a grip on things like Social Security and having too big a debt, et cetera, okay? Okay. Now, for the near future, here's another major arcana. Um, This one is the reverse of with age comes wisdom. So it's saying... Even in the future, we are so young. We are still making mistakes, probably more so than we think. You know, you know, we kind of think we're big shot sometimes, but we haven't been around very long for crying out loud. You know, right? Um, so I think that even in the future, we'll find that we have a lot to learn.
1: Sounds uh pretty bright on to me. So, yeah. I, uh, uh, Okay, now the we other have to... question. Okay. The presidential election. Okay. Changes or no changes?
2: Okay, that's pretty broad. Let's see if we can get out of here. Okay, in the recent past, we have relied on, or the, we'll say the candidates, since we're asking about directly about the candidates, we'll say that they have relied on um, the moral judgment they are kind of like uh, – have held their own okay in other words mm-hmm. kind of sticking to their guns on what they believe is their stance or what american needs wants wants to hear et cetera. they're sticking with their original ideas okay
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we're at right
2: now here's the wheel of fortune in reverse so this one's kind of like saying um everything is well planned out maybe too well planned um If it was me, (laughs) and I was reading this for myself and not for the telephone people, everybody listening to the show, um, Mm -hmm. I would say that this card is saying to us, things are already planned. You know, it's not just a random act of a vote. It's already Mm -hmm. planned. So I'm just going to say that, okay? Okay. Okay. (laughs) And the Mm -hmm. near future here, the future outcome for candidates, this one says, the things, now, this is curious. This card talks about not being hidden or not being secreted, um, nothing manipulative, okay? So it's like saying what, the candidate that essentially that we'll wind up with in the actual election um, is going to be one that we can pretty much trust. That's what this card
1: says. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah.
1: So well, don't sound like things are gonna change. Uh, that's okay.
2: That's <laughs> uh, this last one surprises me though, because you know, I'm I'm not so big on politics, you know, myself, politicians. But this one surprises me that when it's like saying we're gonna wind up with, you know, having a roster of those that we can trust and nothing's hidden or secret or you know, behind the back.
1: So Okay. I'll be my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Charlie's a little bit into politics like I am, uh, and that's right. not, so she's, she's, you know, she's, she's, I'm she's just free suffer. from this. <laughs> yeah. She's, she rather, she cares everything and everything just in case, so she's, she's from that school. Um, Charlie, what are you, uh,
0: what are you picking up from that last one? What do you feel? Uh, you know, I'm actually quite pleased to hear that, um, you know, of course, I, I don't want to talk, too much politics on the radio show. I'm going to bite my Mm -hmm. tongue a little bit here. But, um, yeah, it kind of, you know, I just... Well, it's your opinion. I'm
1: not going to argue with you about it. So I'm just going to give my opinion after you give yours. So there's not going to be no,
0: you know, uh, argument or anything like that. Yeah, no. I mean, we... um, It's just going to have to come down to the plain truth. I mean, um, you know, this, this country's been, you know, this this whole millennium's really been a bad time for this country. And, uh, you know, we, we need change, and, you know, we thought we had change. And, um, I mean, no matter how you feel about Obama, I, you know, I kind of knew right off the bat that we were going to see that he was going to have more problems working in the United States than he would in the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he um, seems to be pretty good with keeping us at peace with the world uh, more so than a lot of others president in the past, but um you know I mean we're um we really need things to uh we well let's hope things change a lot, you know, for this country because we really need it now. Um I don't know all right.
1: I don't know ones that are running or in there. Um I I kinda think that fits him more fits Obama more than anything. Uh for the simple fact he don't really play around, and the thing I love about him, be it, um, be it getting Bin Laden or the other twenty out of twenty-eight uh, heads of terrorists or Al Qaeda, or what they did to the pirates, which I thought was kick-ass. Um, he don't get on. He don't. You don't see him pounding his chest afterwards, and I kind of like that. I kind of really like that. Um, it's done, it's over with, this is what we did. Boom. Next. Okay. okay. And um so as far as being up front, yeah. Um it kinda kinda falls on him because everybody else seems like we're finding out a little bit of this and that and this and that, okay, about them and their past. And uh I think <sighs> I don't mean, got a pizza maker, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll admit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Annette, we got a couple minutes. Five. Okay? You yep. and Charlie kind of know what's going on in my personal life. Um, okay. Somebody, somebody's ill. Yeah, I don't even know if we should go there. Um, let's not. No,
2: let's keep with America, uh, Ed. You yeah, and I can always yeah, do this yeah. on the
1: side. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. Let's not. All right. Uh, let's call it a night. And I would like to say, Charlie, thank you very much. It was enjoyable. Oh, wow. Um We're that we we're actually thinking of possibly holding uh uh some readings in the future at Charlie's place. Maybe I think you impressed Charlie. all the hell. Um so, you know. Well and you know what, resources. and of
2: all of our guests I think I would like to meet Charlie and oh, yeah. His home because, I don't know why it's you know hard. I you not we've hardly ever hear about you know, ghosts that don't scare everybody away or, you know, that we're mm-hmm. not trying to come head to head with evil. You know, that's right, that's, right. Not how, that's not how I see spiritual, you know, the spiritual world. So that's awesome that that's how you come across.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, there, I don't know why It's hiding you from us, you know, from each other here. We uh, we haven't met yet.
1: <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you haven't. You met pretty much everybody else I'm involved with, yeah. but you haven't met Annette. And the uh, biggest thing is she lives in Indiana. So, okay. it's, it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, hell, it's been almost uh, almost a year since we've actually seen each other face-to-face. Uh, but since not and I have seen each other. But uh, I'd like to thank you, Charlie, for being in. that uh, thank you. Uh, Ned, I'll call you in a couple minutes, let you know what's going on. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, we'll be back on in two weeks with a lady called Sunny, and she's going to be talking about um, the Geneva Mansion, okay, um, in Geneva, Illinois, that we're going to be having a paranormal night at in April, I believe, and um, that's another nice place. So, uh, um, yeah, it's kind of changing and that hit two nice places before we go back to hell, the rectory and... Uh, <laughs> In Ohio. Well, good, uh,
2: no. yay! I'm happy
1: to hear yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, Charlie, thank you very much, and I thank you, listeners. Thank you, those that have listened to uh, us on a broadcast. Thank you very much, and uh, see you in two weeks, uh, March 23rd, Friday night, when our it will be Sunny. Uh, this coming Sunday, I'll be on Dead Speak Radio at six o'clock. Look it up on the internet; you'll find it, Dead Speak Radio. We'll be discussing me, a couple uh, EVPs we have, um, scenes from a séance or uh the audio from a séance we had in the, few, in the past. And possibly uh, maybe by then, And that we'll have the little, uh, and Charlie, we'll have the item that I'm having personally made for me for Paranormal oh, Investigation. Oh, hmm. it in the work. Time. Oh, yeah, it's already been... Uh, it's already in the works. So uh, oh, wow. already. So, uh,
2: <laughs>
1: it's something that isn't being done. It's something that came to me. A new way to measure the
2: spirit. That's right.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see if it can be done. So, listeners, thank you. Charlie, again, thank you very much. And that I'll call you in about okay. two minutes. Thanks, Charlie. Good night.
0: Blessed be. All right. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.